No, I, I assure you, we are not. are not better than anything. <laughs> that hurts, dude. Does it? No, you're no. right. Yeah, accurate. we're not better than anything. Welcome to Bottle Episode. Welcome to the Bottle Episode. <laughs> history the blade and one's ability to wield it has been the difference between life and death tonight america's top bladesmiths martial artists and knife experts bring their weapons to the toughest challenge no, let's do this. they'll ever face it's a grueling gauntlet designed to put their blade wielding skills Whoa. to the ultimate test Drop the knife in half the top two competitors move on to Dead Run, the final showdown for a chance at a $20,000 grand prize. Total carnage! Who can do the most damage in the fastest time? Whose blade and dreams will shatter? And who will earn the title of Knife or Death Champion? I'm David Piccolomini. I'm Daniel Crow. And this week we're joined by... Mel Guevara. Ooh, <laughs> singing! In- I think that's the first singing entrance we've had. Yeah, and we've done musical episodes before, and, and they, they never sang their name in. No, honestly, big waste. Yeah, that is a big waste because gonna... I can't hit a key. That was just like no, that was clearly out of tune for no, sure. No, but that was not. I'll, yeah. tu- I'll tune it in. I'll tune it in post. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to. It's about shitty shows, so you might as well have shitty voices. You know, that's been my process the whole time. <laughs> Welcome to Bottle Episodes. Okay, guys, this is uh, we're going to talk about this week on the show, a show I introduced Mel to. Absolutely. And Daniel, I introduced you both to it. Uh, it's called Knife or Death. Yeah. I. Uh, it's also known as uh, the Olympics for people that were at January 6th. <laughs> what you could call it as well. I feel like the show itself is a good introduction of what Delaware is as a, as a state. No way. This is way more Southern or Rust Belt. For sure. And I agree with Which all of that. Which is parts of Delaware. But no, no, there should be one contestant from Delaware because population wise, that's all we should get in like probably three seasons. <laughs> that's but. your representation right there. Um, I feel like it just like it was my first weekend in Delaware. So I was like, this is strange. Here I am. This is all weird. And then you're like, hold on. Here's a even fucked up more show than what you've just witnessed in Wilmington. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea that like, it's like, Oh, I guess just people in Delaware watch like weird rednecks (laughs) try and attack meat with knives. Calling the contestants rednecks is so reductive because certainly many of them are, but some of them are wannabe samurai. Yeah, that's true. Some of the, some of them uh, study African martial arts. And when you prompt him on what that is, he has no clue. You know what's crazy, though? Uh, All of them all still live in the same trailer park. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not true. They make more money than us. A lot of the guys on the show. They can make as much money as they want. It's all being taken by alimony and child support. (laughs) 100% Honestly, that is giving them a lot of credit that they have gotten married and had a child. Okay, yeah. I mean, they all live in Pennsylvania, too. For the most part, I mean, there's, there's a lot o- of Texans. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, some yeah. real Ohio vibes going on in but there. It's, but it's always the same synopsis. Hi, my name's Dale. I'm 32 years old, and I've been a samurai kung fu fighter for 14 months. Well, that's like one guy in episode. <laughs> one yeah. guy in episode is the samurai. 
And then there's the cowboy, and then there's the kilt guy. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's someone to prove that not only white people use knives. Yes. And then there's a woman. There's your token. And then wild card. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing is, we, we did, we watched... So we have not episodes. explained what this show is, by the way. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to. All right, this all is right. the first part of that explanation. Uh, this is the preamble. We watched so many episodes of the show that uh, we can, we'll give you some of the examples from one, but it's just going to be like if you watch one of these episodes, you've seen it's going to be like this. You've seen the whole series. Uh, so what the series is is uh, it's it's a series. It's a it's a sequel series. It's another sequel series, technically. From Forged in Fire, the knife making show, where they make knives and then they competitively see who made the better knife. And then this show is now that people have made knives or have knives or swords or whatever the fuck they want, how do they do in the warehouse octagon versus series of a elaborate tests? It's nin- Ninja Warrior with knives. Yeah, it's it's Ninja Warrior. If it's five guys with thirty thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah, it's that's the, the obstacle course. <laughs> there's a lot of we put fire near it so it's bigger. <laughs> there's a fun part where they intro the episodes and like uh, the winner of each episode gets a cash prize and they don't say how much it is, <laughs> <laughs> but they say that if you win the grand finale at the end of the season, you get twenty thousand dollars, <laughs> which is yeah, it's not insubstantial. But the fact that they're not willing to mention how much you get for winning an episode <laughs> tells me it's got to be like three a, grand, a discount code to Jiffy Lube. <laughs> <laughs> They'll I, also oil your sword. Yeah, I really like the the test version of it though, like when the guy is oh, like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's get into the the yeah. details. So uh, Goldberg, uh, so the show is hosted by the wrestler Goldberg. Uh, Famous for his knife use in the ring. (laughs) (laughs) He was always getting in there and stabbing people. He's just a big dude. That's all that matters. It's just a guy who can go, okay, guys, who has the biggest knife? That's all it takes. But what it doesn't make sense to me is why not get a professional sports play-by-play guy in there? Oh, yeah. Like, here's a... Yeah, that is... uh, That's a great... Like, they can't afford Bob Costas, but you know what I mean. You can still get Rob Riggle. And, yeah. Which is, I know that's not, but he is on holy. Do you think the Ditka would do it? What, yeah, so who the, is it? Ditka, the guy that has oh, Mike, like, Ditka? Mike Ditka. No, he, he would cost it? too much. But no, what is he even doing? Nowadays? Okay, here's the thing, though. This is the NFL stuff, which pays. <laughs> it pays. Wait, does, does the NFL make money? Surprisingly, that's yes. Wild. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, here's the thing. I've seen the YouTube show Professional Chase Tag, which is competitive tag play, and those announcers are great. You could have announcers like that. Yeah, man. I've watched competitive marble races, and they have great announcers. You can find great announcers. I mean, it's all voiceover work. Yeah, but there's a definite pattern <laughs> to it. But you don't need to get a man on steroids to go, oh, what a, what a hit. Because <laughs> he's, he's really dulling that blade. <laughs> he's not insightful by any... And there's two of them. There's him, there's Goldberg, and two lamb. Yeah. The martial arts master. Martial the arts martial master. Art. Okay, but I, I respect how much they take it seriously. Like, to them, it is a real sport, you know? Like, especially the big buff guy. He's like, oh, this guy's really... I mean, we just got to see what he's got out there. <laughs> like, he's giving it his all. Like, I, you know, A for effort. No, that's absolutely true. It is. It's It's honestly, though, all I'll say is... Uh, this is this is a wild way to be pretentious, but I'm, I'm going to nail it. Uh, is watch uh, Terry Crews in... Uh, <laughs> 
the other the other Netflix uh, adventure show that is their literal ripoff of Ninja Warrior. That's like the monster. Do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't seen uh, it. No. Okay, but do you know what I'm talking about or no? Well, I can picture Terry Crews. I can picture Netflix. I can picture Ninja <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> so I can extrapolate. <laughs> I don't think you're going to... Right now you're pulling up footage and I doubt I'm going to be surprised by what I see. <laughs> uh, nope, it's not showing up. Okay. Every, Did no. you imagine a Terry Crews Netflix Ninja Warrior knockoff? Honestly, it might have been he may have I might be picturing him doing America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> what show same, are same. you picturing? No, I'm picturing the Netflix show. They basically so Netflix Ultimate Beastmaster. Okay. And it is Terry Crews. Okay, it is Terry thank Cruz. God. Okay. Oh God. Every once in a while uh, like I'm just I'm bad at like I'm so close to getting people's names or things and like especially celebrities I know like approximately. Is it Terry Crews because the headline you pulled up says Sylvester Stallone. No, that's <laughs> he's executive producing and that would be hilarious. Okay. If I mixed up those two. Stallone and Terry Crews. Most Cruz. ominous sports structure on the side of Hell in a Cell at one point co-host Terry Crews. Yeah. I mean this is all the same umbrella. So that's like, what I'm saying. We're covering the same so ground. Ne- Netflix- well, no, because like a Ninja Warrior requires more athletic ability than <laughs> knife or death by far. Oh, These yeah. guys swing a blade and get winded in about 30 seconds. <laughs> but Terry <laughs> Crews is having so much fun hosting Ultimate Beastmaster in a way that uh, Goldberg is not, because Goldberg is still trying to look tough. Because <laughs> because the obstacles they put out for knife or death, he could destroy with his hand <laughs> instantaneously. <laughs> And these guys have heavy blades, and it takes them a while. Let's talk to, about the obstacles so we can talk about Obstacle one, sticks. <laughs> and they have knives. I wrote down the names. They have kind of, but not really thick sticks. Right now in the room we're in, there's a stool. And the the little pieces of wood that connect the legs of the stool, they're about that thickness. Yeah, it's dow rod. It's, it's small dow rods. Yeah. Uh, so it's called stick and move, or it's trailblazer. Yeah, because you knock down the sticks and then a fire and the thing of fire goes into a pit. But it's also funny because they're trying to sell. By the way, I I need to clarify because I'm going to be so mean to the show. I have watched all of this three times. I've introduced so many people to it. I love this show. Yeah. Are you an executive so, producer? I wish I would have <laughs> made like pennies upon pennies of just <laughs> just for my own actions Laundry alone. Laundry money. Laundry money, without doubt. Eight dollars, no question. I'm gonna me peeing this show. I'm gonna second you because it is a bad show for what it attempts to do. Because it attempts to be very cool. It thinks it's a a real bad boy show, but it is a lot of fun to watch with people and make fun of. Oh, it definitely takes itself seriously. It's like, yeah. honestly, no doubt about it. Like, out of all the shows, this might be the easiest high watch. Yeah, with Lancelot Link, maybe. Mm, um, no, Lancelot Link is still weird. Yeah, Lancelot Link is a good watch well high, but I think this is the easiest one. If you just, like, any group of people, a little stoned, will love this show. Yeah, anyone can have fun I watching. I think I watched it stoned with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, naturally. And it was great. It was great. We watched it with your mother. <laughs> anyone can have fun watching this show, and here's my recommendation to you. Every time they hit something with their blade, just add in your own sound effect of, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> some some guys go real hard and they go every time they hit something with the blade, but for the most part they're just silently hitting things. But a lot of it sounds like like yoga too. Like they're all like, <sighs> hey like everybody, that's their whole vibe. Everybody listening that heard that, I just want to say, David is pouring a drink. No one is urinating <laughs> mid record because <laughs> that was pretty close to my mic. 
Oh no, it picked up for sure. Okay. Uh, Why don't you finish pouring? No, no. The okay, here, hold on, I'll pause. Let's, yeah. No, well, hang on. I can edit this out. It's fine. No, no, keep it in. <laughs> Honestly, this is ASMR. I'm going with headphones in. It's great. All right, so David has finished urinating into a cup. We can continue with the podcast. And in case you're wondering what that smell was, it's agave. Okay, thanks. Oh, I thought you pissed only blood orange because most of it was just blood. Nice. 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 Wow. Bring it back to the blood. <laughs> can we talk about that? Well, the there's, show? there's one more obstacle before we get to the Oh, album. sorry. I got yeah. ahead. They, That's uh, the best part. First, they hit the <laughs> sticks. Then we got stick and move. Yeah, where there's a box and then two buckets that you have to destroy. Yeah, yep, yep. They're filled with heavy particles, so you have to knock the thing, you have to knock the debris out of it, mm-hmm. and then you have to have this weight on the other counterbalance on the other side, like the amount. But if you don't knock it enough, then it's going to get out of your reach before the counterweight goes all the way down. There's so yeah. much math in it. So I, but the thing is, the thing is, math. there's You're a simple solution that none of them do. You need to stab from underneath so that stuff <laughs> leaks out. And none of them stab from underneath. Okay, they but you're talking about season one. They don't the know yet. Season two, they know. But, no, but I we thought of figured it immediately. That out immediately. <laughs> it's it's the, a stab from underneath, like gravity work for you. Yes. Yeah, but they, these guys don't know what gravity is. They don't believe in it. They're flat no, no, earthers. They, they know what it is. They just <laughs> disagree. They've done their own research <laughs> on, regarding knife or death strategy. Yeah, how many how many people have gone from... What's the knife or death QAnon pipeline? <laughs> um, it's <laughs> not even a... There's no pipe needed. <laughs> you can take two steps and get right to it. No, some of these people seem great. Uh, a lot of them... The kilt guys are probably fine. <laughs> they're the guys at the Renaissance Fair. You, like, yeah. you want to be friends with them. You know they're there every year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be fair. Yeah. I'm going to be fair to the night for death guys. I'm going to say it's probably uh, a 50-50 split between QAnon guys and then like hard socialists. Maybe, yeah. Uh, like hard like like socialists who own their own blacksmith and do their own farming. That kind of like yeah. that level. Mm. I like yeah. those. They're great. Everybody's great. There's like, a, a fun thing about the kilt guys. No, that's not sh- true. The QAnon less. There's no, f- not, not, I'm talking about worse. the farming guys. Oh. Yeah. The fun thing about the kilt guys on the show is, though, everyone else, they make the, they have a dramatic entrance into the obstacle course where they make you kick open the the fence, uh-huh. the yeah, chain yeah, link yeah, fence, yeah. except the kilt guys who get to gently push open. They don't get to kick <laughs> because they don't want anyone seeing what's underneath the kilt. <laughs> okay. And so stick and move is just... It, it seems like that's the one they're using to tire people out because you're just trying to break a box open with a knife not prepared for that. Yeah, and the penalty, that that round takes a long time for them. But the penalty for if you don't it's like beat 30 one seconds. is 25 seconds. I think it's actually faster just to walk right through that round <laughs> from the penalty they give you. Just don't even do any of them. I have a problem with the whole... Yeah, because then you won't be winded for the rest of the exactly. event. Exactly. Guys, I have a whole problem with that specific round. As a Floridian, though, because, like, do you know how many bags of sand we collect for hurricanes? And, like, these guys are just fucking stabbing buckets out. Like, do you know how many unfloodings can happen? And no, nobody with me? I'm not. I'm thinking that half of the contestants are from Florida. So, (laughs) So for sure. (laughs) They're actually collecting the sand afterward. And they're like, they're taking it home. For the future Hurricane Andrew. I'm willing to bet this got huge ratings in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of guys True. who in this also seem like big like lizard guys. 
I I definitely wait to see where they're from though. I I I continue to say a lot of them are from Pennsylvania or New Jersey. No, it's it's also like Midwest. It's, yeah, it's, uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Texas chopping. The Texas chopping. Ohio is actually huge. Yeah. Ohio for sure. Oh, is Ohio? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. Wait, like honestly, any. <laughs> so one thing I learned from LARPing for as long as I did is anywhere there are people bored enough. That's where you'll find these scenes. That's where you know where everyone is from Florida, though. We did see at a uh, restaurant one night on ESPN two competitive of sports, competitive pillow fighting, and all but one contestant was from Florida. <laughs> For whatever reason, it's huge. All right, I'm gonna. Say what you I'm want. actually. They I'm gonna share a real story with you guys. Yes, yeah. please. I'm. I have multiple pillow fights with my friends from time to time. You got to go pro. Hey guys, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you do that kind of thing. Definitely do that with us. Uh, it really helps us out. And then also uh, follow us on all the social medias. You can follow me at DPIC Comedy. You can follow Daniel Crow at Daniel F. Crow. And Mel Guevara at Mel Guevara. So that's very easy. Uh, check out my TikTok at litgrandma69 and uh, check out my special uh, Goblin King on YouTube. It sounds like I'm like remembering these as it's happening and that's because that's exactly what's happening right now. And the last thing, oh, I'm doing another thing of Christian Science Theater 3000 where I'm going to be covering uh, God, not God's Not Dead, Christian Mingle. We did God's Not Dead and now we're doing Christian Mingle uh, starring uh, Lacey Chabert of uh, Mean Girls fame. So come out to that. That'll be really fun at Star Bar in Brooklyn. Okay, that's everything. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah, but everybody, we're all from Florida. And this is, I'm not joking. I wish I was being funny for the story. No, no, like when, how long ago has this been? Uh, fuck, when's the last time we had a pillow fight? This uh, is getting weirdly like casting couch, and I'm so last, sorry. <laughs> last Saturday. Last Saturday. Last Saturday? I mean, not last Saturday. Last summer. Last summer no, at a last wedding. Last summer is still too late. Last <laughs> summer. No, it was like last How old are you? 30. <laughs> oh, man, you can't pillow fight anymore. <laughs> Oh, I can still pillow. Here's fight. here's the thing. You need to. Have you had a pillow fight as an adult? Do you know no. how exhilarating? No, it is? I watched on TV. I would I think would be destroyed. Friend, think about the friend you've always wanted to fucking punch him in the fucking face because you're a piece. Oh my shit, god, what in the Florida is happening? Just, yeah, you should you it. should you should go pro though because literally I'm not they, going. Pro. No, 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 no. Hold on. Listen, this is a financial in, decision. They didn't have <laughs> enough women for a full division. It went right to the finals. <laughs> There were a lot of rounds with men, and they could literally only find two women I mean, to I was pillow fight. Gay men mostly in these pillow fights. Yeah, there was no gay specific division that I saw. <laughs> no, there wasn't. There wasn't no, a gay that division. Would, that would be the most Florida no, way to have a like yeah. a Florida like pillow fighting thing. It's like we have men, women, gays. <laughs> <laughs> But it's only like the. That's for their protection from the men who want to pillow fight. Yeah. <laughs> Florida thinks it's being altruistic. <laughs> Story though, I keep pillow fighting. I mean, that's wild. Just do it, it's, it's fun. Better than having knife fights with your it friends. It is, it's better than going <laughs> on live television with a massive samurai and being like, I'm gonna chop this. Fucking oh my god, sand. this okay, we gotta talk. Well, it's okay, wait, wait, we, got, we haven't gotten through all the we'll events. get through all the obstacles and then we'll talk about all the contestants. I'm yeah, still just, in the obstacle of sand, yeah, okay, so, ice, ice pick, yeah, because oh, then it's they gotta okay. you want to do the ice. 
I'm doing the ice. I'm going to do ice pick. Because, all right, so if you guys don't know what I the ice pick, well, most of they you don't. don't. They don't. And we're going to tell you. So there's like Good. a massive, there's a massive sculpture of ice. And in between, there is like, what is it? Like a plastic pipe? Or it's is just a it PVC like pipe. PVC pipe. PVC pipe filled with blood, fake blood. No, Corn red syrup. liquid. Red liquid. They keep Corn. calling it red liquid. But it's supposed to resemblance blood. No, I thought exactly. That's, I thought that's that's icy. No, 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 no! It's so because weird because it's just to get to it is, you have to get you have to break the core of the ice. Well, yeah. so that is one so thing about bleeds. this show that they do so weird almost is the level of like gore adjacent they try to mimic. It's that thing where uh, it's almost in the uncanny valley of gore because there's no actual gore, but there's a lot of meat and red liquid. Yes. But none of it is violent in a way that is harmful to another person, except for the person on screen being embarrassed by how bad he's doing. <laughs> but like, he's not inflicting a wound on anyone. But it's it's so like gore adjacent. But it's like it's like if a it's like if ChatGPT was like or like it's like tried to be like, oh, you want a story about like a murder? And it's like, and then he stabbed the chicken almost in half, <laughs> and what red liquid spilled nearby could be <laughs> out of ice. I wonder if ChatGPT would have a good uh, plan of attack for the obstacle course yeah if probably it would, if it would realize you need to stab from the bottom i also feel like this show is definitely catered to people that used to love hot topic and sponsors really? in between yes because like do you remember like in the early do like oh eight oh seven there's everything I'm like roar blood yes i'm bleeding like all of that like the, oh the, just the, it, you're just no like goth angst culture yeah. the whole fallout boy i mean yeah, that's yeah, still that's, all me my chemical romance more, but i'm just saying all me. more arty than these sort of people for sure yeah yeah, yeah. no this but is like, this is this is like fake this is like hey this is larping this is people being who played a lot of call of duty we, guys yeah. come on you're giving people that love all those things me included too much credit to say that we like I don't know. These are the same people. I don't know. This is the same vampire-esque shit. Like, oh my God, Twilight. Oh my God, Vampire Diaries, which will we'll come back later. I don't think but anyone <laughs> on Knife or Death liked Twilight. <laughs> Maybe their girlfriend did, though. You would, not you all think- of those fuckers are unfuckable. No, definitely some of those guys definitely have girlfriends. And for sure. those and girlfriends wives, are sure. all like, let me cut myself. Have you ever licked my blood before? Trust me. Oh, this show doesn't. Wow. This show doesn't. (laughs) This show doesn't like women, by the way. I'd like to note that whenever a woman competes, they make a point of being like, and she took 30 minutes longer than everyone else. (laughs) They're really mean to them every time. Sure. They don't like women. I'm not saying that the other men don't fuck women. Um, You don't have to like us to fuck us. But uh, so they get past the ice and the red red liquid is um, released. Speaking of women. Um, exactly. And then they move on to the next round, which in the first episode, nobody got past. No. Nobody makes it to the final round. So the. Because they make it, because they get stuck at uh, Lifeline, uh, an obstacle where they have tied up a chicken, a raw chicken. You have to cut through <laughs> it in one. A raw fish. Or you're dead. And you're then not a. Dead, you're and then a. Uh, like electrical hose. No, it's like, like it's a just dryer a pipe full of sand. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, no, but it's not a pipe. It's like a. It's like, no, for, it's like for HVAC or like something. Like a HVAC pipe. Yeah. Filled with sand. And you have to cut through each one in one stroke. Or if. And if you uh, don't do that, you're out. You lose. 
and no one gets past the fish. The fish stuffs the entire team. They just can't get past the fish. Honestly, it was so frustrating because the first time I showed you the show, Mel, I was like, no one gets past the fish. And then we watched a bunch of episodes from season two where they prepped to beat the fish. <laughs> they must have deboned the fish in the second season. I think so. It literally, I think they you made think it the bones is what's holding everybody back. Uh, in the game, yeah, I think that's holding them back. In life, I think there are numerous issues holding them back. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the game, I think the bone of the fish is what's holding <laughs> them back. <laughs> um, I mean, like, there's many factors against these people, just in general. Yeah, uh, you know, there's mental health issues, <laughs> there's socioeconomic <laughs> issues, <laughs> living in environmental issues. Oh, by the way, I, we we skipped. Uh, we. Did we cover the guy? No, we did cover the guy at the the guy who tests the blades. Did we oh, skip we'll, him? We'll, we'll no, come you back skipped to him, him back. We'll okay, come we'll back come back to him. We'll come back to him. Okay, great. Because he's him. one of my favorites. He's the saving grace of the show. He's the I true star. Be, if I was still on Tinder, I want to find him. <laughs> you have to go on the, whatever Farmers Only for Knife guys is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so if they managed to get past the impossible fish, they would have moved on to curtain um, call, where they would have had to cut a wall of bacon. <laughs> It's literal <laughs> wall of bacon you'd have to cut through. Oh, I think it's man. like it's it's like pork belly. I think they describe it as bacon though. But Which no, pork belly is yeah, one hundred percent pork. Well, don't they go through um, what is that material? I realized that in the same moment. There's like a metal. Material. Oh no, no they go sheet through metal. sheet metal as well. Sheet metal, yeah. So it's bacon wood sheet metal. Yeah. And if you get through all that, you get to put your knife in a tree stump. Yeah. And, and then it, the knife can only be removed by he who is of pure heart. <laughs> so here's the thing. As someone who's seen a lot of these episodes, once you get past the lifeline one, it's so easy to get past the, yeah. the, the, the uh, curtain call. Because that one is literally you're just cutting through straight lines. Everybody could do it. That's the one thing everybody practiced. I think it's the round where they're like, hey, you were a good little boy. Get in there. Get in there. You get the to just top it. The thing is that all just practice with like jugs of water. Oh, like yes. Like the plastic. Like they're, they're, all, the, all the footage. All the footage. Be- that's what I think is the true show. It's like the questionnaires they go through. Like they like, hey, this is my home. And then it's just like a massive table of just like jugs of water and their one knife. And he's like, look at me. And it's like, that's it. Like, that's all oh, they've been doing. There None are of it. Two kinds of videos that they show of people's lives. One is them making the knife. If it's someone that made their own knife. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a guy doing fake martial arts in a parking lot. Of a strip mall, <laughs> and then it's the same like sound effect. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, some other games that you guys did not see from, uh, or if, from not from that episode, but uh, let's not forget the fruit chopping game. Well, that's you... in the second round. Oh, okay, that isn't. In... Yeah, they do the fruit ninja in the second round. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about that one. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm talking about the one that is. Uh, there are three fruit in a line. Yeah, and they got to get the center. You got to cut through oh, all three. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's in the second season, which yeah. I did see a little bit of. Yeah, that one. Uh, there's that game, and then there's also uh, the other form of lifeline where you have to make like three chops to cut through a bunch of uh, what are those cords that ratchet strap cords. Mm. Oh yeah, the one that they start like acting like in, they're in Survivor and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then those are the ones that, like, the long tiki poles, like, are on fire. Okay, so before we get to the contestants, there's one guy that everybody has to pass through before they can get to the, uh, Fortune the field. Fortune Fire Champion, right? Uh, is, yeah, probably. I think that's what they said. I would, I would believe that in a heartbeat, <laughs> for sure. So he's a knife expert. Yeah, he's absolutely a knife expert. He, What's his name, Jeremy or something? I don't even remember, but 
He's so much it's something more works. comfortable on screen than literally everyone. Travis else in Words. The show. Travis. Yeah. Travis Words. Travis he should is be the fu- host. He, he is fully like the Travis, though. He is 100% a Travis. <laughs> Travis has the most immaculate posture I've ever seen. <laughs> I have terrible posture, and I was so jealous. <laughs> Here's the thing about Travis Travis is exactly the guy. I don't even know if I want him to host Night for Death. I want him to host. What's that show? That the skate guy hosts right now that's been on for like 18 seasons. Uh, ridiculous? Yeah. I want, you want him to host Ridiculousness? I want him to host Ridiculousness. I think that would be a much better show. He wouldn't with enjoy him. any of the videos. What's his name? Rob Deerdeck. Deerdeck. Rob Deerdeck. I don't know why, but he's like the healthy version of Rob Deerdeck. Yeah, no, this guy is a, this guy could host the Antiques Roadshow. Uh, what's it <laughs> called? So, uh, what's it called? Antique. Yeah, he could host it. It just, all he's, right. He's uh, in a pretty this calming is a, vibe. He's great. No, yeah. every step he is like a weirdly. It's he should be the breakout star of this. Yeah, and everything else in the show is so over the top. And then he's a very calming presence, who just <laughs> likes the artistry behind blacksmithing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they bring him the knives, and he goes, "Good job, nice knife. Have a good day." But the way that no, he, he likes he the knives in? is a little obsessive. I'm I'm gonna have to argue with you. Here. Well, of course it is. Like what he's are you talking very about? like creepy about it too. He's like. Oh, I just couldn't resist myself. Like, you know, yeah. like sometimes he like chops it a little extra. Like, you know, this guy goes home and fucks his knife. Like I he love jerks the idea. off to like beautifully shaving and like he edges to the idea that like one of them can chop his dick off, you know? You say I know that. I assure you, I don't know that for I a know. fact. Yeah, I, d- I don't know if I, I ever have got no that vibe. Proof. I mean, like, you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not. Like, I'm no, not no, no. here you, to accuse you, you no, it's that this man. You, you're accusing me of spying on him at <laughs> night, and you have no proof. I merely okay, complimented no. the man's posture, I'm just, and you've extrapolated from there. This man's obsession with the knife is truly something, is what I'm... I think he's I'm got a very professional relationship with knives. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just watch one episode. See how he fucks them. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, listen, you can't fight a fetish sometimes. That's all I'll say, Travis. He's, he's okay, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> But so he's like a knife expert. But, so he has uh, to test them all by chopping gr- something. He's a, he's just yeah. He's such. A, he's got a great bass voice. He's so. Yeah. Like, we all, we all have crushes on Travis. Obviously. Oh yeah, absolutely. But and Travis, come like on the show. Honestly, Travis, show up anytime you want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's a great knife. I love <laughs> cutting with it. Oh, amazing. Yeah, just fully. Uh, but he has to cut something with everyone's knife to make sure it's safe to go. And at one point, someone brings in a blade that he can't cut something with, and he goes. Well, just because I can't cut something with it doesn't mean it's not a good knife. Go ahead and have fun out there. <laughs> and that guy's knife immediately breaks, and you know he's in the back just so smug. <laughs> you know he's so smug. He doesn't let everybody get through. I mean, he has standards. I have not seen him turn anyone down. Oh, look he at, turned, like, episode three or two. Yeah, he, he turns people down. Like, he's like, I'm sorry you are not getting through knife fight. Wow. And, like, I mean, that is around. He is around. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, he's like round one. Oh, yeah, technically yeah, Technically yeah. of the whole game. Round one is your parole officer approving you to go on the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the first gauntlet That's you have to... That's who he is. Like, he's not going to just let you fucking You have to get you past, him. then your blaze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so then uh, you go, and then let's get to some of these people, especially the first episode. Yeah. So we've got uh, Samurai Bebop. <laughs> yes, uh, he uh, is Steven Seagal without the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's it's honestly it's wild they cho- uh, like they chose him to open with because everybody go oh my god this and is the show he bows to everybody he bows he kneels to present his blade I thought when he was eliminated from the episode he was going to commit seppuku <laughs> like a hundred percent David now googling seppuku <laughs> to figure out what that is ah. Uh, Ritualistic samurai suicide. No, I know what it is. Okay, uh, what are you doing on your phone then? Uh, organizing f- uh, trips for tomorrow and oh, figuring yeah. out yeah All logistics. Right, well, cut, cut that out while I while I criticize you. Oh, um, just don't tell stuff for tomorrow. That's what I was doing. <laughs> cut that out. No one can find out. No yeah, one. Yeah. Um. No one can find out what I do. So there's this old samurai guy. He's well, not. He's like 55 maybe. Mm-hmm. And he's got a long. He's not fifty-five. He's like forty okay. something. Well, he you looks. Think rough. He's had like a cartery disease or something. No, it's like uh, he looks like if Ben Shapiro had just studied the blade. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes on this long tangent about how you can't actually take a samurai sword out of Japan. So he went and found a guy from Japan that was living in China and had him make him a sword. You know, all these guys are obsessed with anime too. Like there's no way the huge the, the guy the guy two, who, two guys from this episode I would think are anime fans. No, there are several people. Three, maybe three. three. No, no, Ten. there are several people who are anime <laughs> fans. There are two people obsessed with anime. The cowboy, he's not an anime fan for sure. No, he might like. He maybe might he like likes some DJ anime. Cowboy. Or no, I'm sorry. Um, cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. There you go, DJ yeah. Cowboy. DJ Cowboy is a real DJ here in New York City. Actually. Of course he is. What? Because he no, I'm totally serious. He's the best. But he's obsessed. Does he fight with... the naked cowboy? He doesn't. Alt-right but icon. he always plays um, Cowboy Bebop in the background while he plays. Oh, I love that. This okay. is real. Like, no, I believe you. you... <laughs> no, no one's saying this is a lie. Oh, we just don't know where you're going. cross wires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the guys from this episode that love anime are the kilt guy. Yeah, for yes. sure. The samurai. Yes. Yeah. And the one black guy to prove it is only white people obsessed yes. with knives. I think they love anime. Everybody loves anime here in the show. No, <laughs> the, well, actually, oh no, I forgot. There is the other giant martial arts guy. So four of the six love anime. Also, wow, you the know, woman really? and the cowboy. I don't think. Too. Wait, 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 I mean, there's only you been one that. black woman in the entire series. I, I, Have you I, seen every episode? I've seen a lot of episodes. Okay. I mean. I'm going to tell you that my entire time in Delaware that weekend was around Knife or Death. Was <laughs> thinking about it in some way or another. Yeah, I mean, I was on stage performing thinking about Knife or Death. Did you do a bit about Knife or Death? Absolutely not. Oh. It was for me. <laughs> <laughs> the well, audience, now your you don't is get out that. In public. Now everybody knows. You're, everyone knows your I'm secret. I took it back. But like, the thing is, she was actually pretty, really good. Pretty, really no, good. The first, yeah. the first lady? Yeah. Did she move on to lady? the second round? Yeah. Oh, good for she her. Did. She made it pretty... She, I think she made it past three rounds, I think. There are only two rounds. No, no. He mean... No, you're saying something different. Um, I'm She's saying... Oh, the stage. The, the stage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She made it through the couple rounds of the first... Oh, or stage. First okay. stage, yeah. Uh, no, no one... D- the first show, it's so obvious that they made it just hard enough that if you have zero prep time, it's going to be really difficult. But then, like, it's something where the second season, it seems like they fixed a lot of that. And then uh, there's the Champions episode, which is... Which is the, our second episode. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, we're just kind of going through all of this. I feel like it's more nebulous with this one. We're just kind of yeah. going through well, all the weird... Well, I want to, before we go on to what the second round is, I want to bring up our eventual winner of the episode. 
Yeah. Who is a cowboy who's a professional blade competitor, apparently. <laughs> and he can't get through the fish. And he gets so mad because he also can't take his goggles off afterwards. He's so furious. He just turns to the camera and like, get these things off of me. <laughs> <laughs> Go- goggles. That's his reaction to goggles. Could you imagine uh, not slicing hard enough that you it ruins your whole day? And your whole life probably to these guys. No, he made it to the second game. Yeah, so they had just have to end up sending the guys that made it to the fish to the final round. Which is very funny because they get to the final round and they're like, this is the hardest knife obstacle course ever assembled. And both the guys make it through that one and failed to make it through the one before. <laughs> Which I tend to think that the first round is the hardest knife obstacle course ever assembled Well, at that point. Do you so guys think that you can make it through these obstacle no. courses? No, I have terrible cardio and I don't even own a knife. I think I'd be sh- I'd be showing up with a box cutter, trying to chip away at a block of ice. I have, I have pretty good cardio. I think I, but I don't I don't train enough with any kind of real blade. I feel like I feel like I can make it past the fruit. The which fruit? The which fruit? Or that's season two. The ones where it's the three fruit in a row. Yeah. But you don't make it past that. You just you just if you don't cut you through them, you get penalties. So anyone can make it past. By that, yeah. Yeah, but like I would. No, I don't think I'd be particularly good at it. I haven't trained a lot of that. I would. I would trained in the blade. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can chop the the yeah, fish. I'm Only sur- the fish. I'm I, not saying, what? I don't want the go one thing through. they can't chop. You can chop. Give yourself credit. I think you could chop the chicken and I the can pipe. I chop the chicken. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can chop the chicken. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it but doesn't that, mean anything. But I can chop the chicken. So yeah. they get they get to the final round. Yeah. And it's the cowboy versus this very large aggressive martial arts man who screams at everything. Yeah. No matter if he chops anybody, he's going, ah! Ah! Every time he chops. Yeah, absolutely. And so here's what happens, and I maybe I'm forgetting some in the last round. So it starts off with a knife. Yeah, there's a hanging carousel of steaks, <laughs> and they have to chop the hanging carousel of steaks. Five steaks they have to chop in half, and one by one. Next, I believe, is the swinging gallons of water. Extinguisher. That they have to use to extinguish a candle. So the way they do it is they have to chop a rope, and then a jug of water swings at them, and then they have to hit the jug of water, which is something they've technically all trained to do. Yes, uh, but not swinging. No, you know, that is an extra di- level yeah. of difficulty, but come on, it's knife or death the final round. So, And then <laughs> if you hit the jug of water, you have to hit in a way where the water hits this funnel and takes out the candle, extinguishing it. But the big martial arts guy in this round always hits the water when it's going away from the candle. Yeah. Like he misses it on the first go by and then it starts to go away and he hits it and the water goes the opposite way from the candle. It was really funny because they're just like commentating it, but they he can't hear them. No. <laughs> uh, and then after that, is is it when the fruit comes? Weight cut. Oh, yeah. You have to get 80 pounds of ice on one side and 40 pounds of meat on the other side. Do you remember this where it's just a big tub and they just have to cut down this giant block of ice? And then it's 80 pounds on one side. Also, it doesn't matter where you hit a giant block of ice. It's all going to be the same. Like, yeah. There's not an easier space. It's probably easier to hit it higher up because it'll be uh, yeah. less stable and more weight pulling on down. Yeah. And then free fall watermelon. Which is the game Fruit Ninja. My favorite. It's just the game Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Do you think that the whole show is based off of Fruit Ninja? Yeah, they owe them money. <laughs> <laughs> they owe Fruit Ninja some money. They still stole it. And Fruit Ninja should be running an ad for us right now. They owe us money. 
Finally. Yeah, they're not. People that aren't playing like they used to. That was terrifying. Like when I was watching it, I was like, "What if this watermelon hits this guy in the fucking head?" Oh, they show you where it's gonna land. Like, and I know these aren't the brightest guys in the world. They're not at all, though. That's why. Like, yeah. Why do you trust them? I why love the idea like, of being so disoriented. You just get killed by a watermelon on knife or death. But what a Gilligan's Dude, Island way to just die. Died. No, seriously, someone just died because like a, star- a sergeant threw something at them. Like this, is like. Today. What did the sergeant throw at them? I have no idea. It looked like a cylinder. But, yeah, uh, uh, that would kill someone. <laughs> but it just looked like it was quick. Also, uh, one of my favorite ways I, I saw one of the guys do it is they were just holding their knife like vertical so they could just try and like use the momentum of the watermelon coming down to like slice up on yeah. it. Oh, that's pretty smart. That's using physics. And then, Some of those guys literally <laughs> didn't bring knives long enough to cut a watermelon in half. <laughs> Some of them brought knives that were so dull, like from like 1776. Yeah. Like. America no, those would have been found. better made. You think so? Yeah. Than the knives they brought? Yeah, no, not like the, what was, the one guy was like, oh, I got this all the way from Palestine. Yeah, that was the one that immediately broke. Yeah, it was just like, I was like, what, is that a... I like when they break in half. It looks embarrassing for all of us, you know? I mean, we watch Knife or Death. How much more embarrassing does it get than that? I never thought that I would find that. Like... That's that's why people have me around. To... <laughs> so then... uh Two more tasks in that. We got Strike Zone. Yeah, where they just have to break a bunch of things. Yeah, it's literally just like a weird rec room with your sword. It's ju- it's the round where they had to break the box into two barrels, but they've added the fish Yeah, and the chicken, and now just get through it. Take your time. Who cares? Okay, so I have a question. What Go do you think it. that it's our, like as humans, like our obsession with like chopping and hurting things? Like what is the human, like what is the animal instinct there uh like why do we like people had to hunt i guess yeah i mean it's probably it's probably tied to like a deep biological instinct of like hunting and feeling like you're surviving because like a lot of our most lizard part of our brain like associates like any kind of like violence like that as like part of surviving okay so so it activates the like yeah so why do you think how does this correlate with women liking vampire shit as softcore porn Oh, because uh, because the same thing has to do with violence, right? No, like, no not really. The idea well, sort of, of like you could be hurt, and then uh, I think per- it, I think it's a combination of like I can fix him. Uh, yeah, the same way they like bad boys. It's in, yeah. You a think that the vampire is, thing is the bad boy thing? Like, there's oh, something sure. with blood that we like. I'm trying to bring blood I, into this heart. I think, well, listen, we have a nice sculpture. It's filled with PVC. There's an eye it's filled sc- with exactly. red liquid. Red and liquid. P- it's PVC filled with red liquid. Like, we have a thing for red liquid. Besides our periods. That's what I was thinking. Okay, and then finally, <laughs> there was Firestorm, which is also, it's so funny. Because <laughs> yeah. they just give, like, the worst. Uh, yeah, they just have to cut the ropes to release the stairs to walk yeah. up to the end. There is a level of the show where it is like, oh, this is an app game where I slide my finger across. It could be any yeah. of them. It could be cut the All rope. Of All of it is. Just like, Honestly, <laughs> I would love if they did more like cut the rope puzzle style things where it was like, hey, you should not puzzle men. <laughs> but also, like, I would love a couple puzzles of this puzzles or people do. puzzles. I, I, I like puzzles. I like puzzles too. I'm not against puzzles, but it's like it's watching a child like try to pass her gifted test. Like that's all it is. Like, you know, like oh, no, no, guys, yeah. like uh, that's what a puzzle is. People that are good at puzzles are people. It like depends on their IQ. 
And it's like nobody wow. cares to watch smart people go through a puzzle. Like no one cares. I like. I don't know if you're talking to such a bully. I like only. Connect. I'm not a bully. I'm just saying. Like the American people are bullies. Yeah. In many yeah. respects, only connect are puzzles. That's puzzles. Yeah, it's puzzles. They're Jeopardy. Like mental puzzles. No, Jeopardy are straight up questions. Those only, are questions. That's only connect has more like you have to decipher what's being asked. Oh, yeah, so like more like Wheel show. of Fortune. No, no, Wheel of Fortune, is, Wheel of Fortune is so stupid. You gotta, you gotta decipher the puzzle. Yeah. You're right. You gotta figure out the puzzle. And yeah, and and uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, is I'm, I'm being obtuse. Yeah, I'm Jeopardy is 100 percent like <laughs> how much useless information is in your brain? Yeah, like the puzzle games. Just like think of are all British. It would be only connector countdown or something. But I enjoy those. Anyway, let's talk about Night for Death. <laughs> <laughs> so We're yeah, our game shows at this point. Only, I mean, you mean, yeah, uh, Night for Death is a game show in many respects. Someone would want to bring back. Knife or Death? I mean, it only went yeah. away like a I'll couple years you, ago. It'll come I'll back. I'll tell you who would want to bring back Knife or Death. The United States government as a sting operation to catch January 6th insurrectionists. <laughs> they you don't set up, care that it's, much. It's a honeypot to catch those guys. They found them. They love them. No, they, they did this in, in late 2020. They filmed a secret fourth season of Knife or Death <laughs> with all January 6th the guys. The guy wearing the fucking furry hats there. Oh, yeah. N- no, yeah, that Viking guy is... 90% of the contestants on <laughs> <laughs> It is weird like that it, it did just keep being like a rotating thing of the same people. It would be like, oh, wow, a ringer. Got it. This guy is. <laughs> yeah. So our second episode is the grand finale. And um, pretty good episode. They've got pretty much the same obstacles, but like more ice <laughs> <laughs> or two chickens. That's all it is. But, I mean, they at this point, they should just, like, cast it, like, people that are good at eye sculptures. What? Do you, what? Huh? No, I like, don't think so. Yeah, why not? Those They're not trying to break the ice. They're very slowly chiseling away. And there's a timed element. Yes, but that doesn't mean that they don't know how to do it. That doesn't mean if that they, they wouldn't If they brought their ice sculpture tools, they could maybe break the ice, but there's other people things. People work that, with ice all the time. Like there's. If people, they just brought a chisel? That wouldn't help with a lot of no, the no, stuff. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. All right, guys, that's... why don't they let him bring a chainsaw into the event? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> why don't they let I'm Bill Goldberg? About like, I'm not saying they're going to come with their chisel. I'm just saying that these are people that know how to work with ice, and they'll find the weaknesses. Oh, but there's other things other than there's more rounds. There's two ice rounds throughout the show. I'm just saying, yeah, and these people would make it through the ice rounds. Come on. Most of the people on Come night. on. But what about when they have to go through metal or meat? Oh, they'll go through it. I'm just saying they would have like a, a higher advantage point. Vantage well, or s- advantage? By the same advantage. I said advantage. By the same okay. logic. Bring I have an accent. I'm from Florida. Bring in, <laughs> bring in butchers or sure, wood carvers. Yeah. I think bring in bakers. Yeah. Bring, oh. They chop a lot of pastries. Can you imagine? Bring a guy with the, just the baker does better just than a guy with else. a rolling pin going <laughs> to town. What about a candle shop maker, guys? Yeah. Where can we? But with the like dull ass. Yeah. So the highest rated episode is this finale with just the same obstacles but more. Yeah. It's it. it that's what I'm saying. It's like it's almost it's weird to talk about specific episodes with this show because it's like if we talk about one of them. It's all of them. You're going to enjoy it. Like, you'll know whether or not you enjoy it by... We've also... We've been talking about this for 44 minutes. We're passionate about this. That's a length of an episode of... I'm going to get a knife tattooed on my asshole. I'm going to get death tattooed. Wait, wait, (laughs) how? That's very, like... 
Like, no, but like the picture of a knife. Oh, okay, okay. Not the word, the picture. No, I think you should get the word, and then David has to get or, and I have dad. <laughs> and we're all in a line. We have a weird tramp stamp team. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I only get or. Asshole. Or makes it sound like I'm letting people choose. I don't know what that means. Asshole <laughs> yeah. or asshole. Um, so in the finale, there's... We're right sounding, anyway. There's the cowboy from the first episode. Yep, yeehaw. Yep. There's two kilt guys. They're they're a strong team. There's a, a young guy with fancy designs on his jeans. He's got some fleur de lises on his jeans, I think. I think he was a ringer. You think he was a ringer? Well, he doesn't win. Well, no, but he was a ringer earlier, I mean. The, mm. f- the first round had ringers. It's the idea of making an exciting finale because everybody's yeah. good. Uh, and then there's a guy who... I don't know how I would describe him. He, He's the most insurrectionist looking of them all. Was he the one that made he's it? The one wearing camo. Uh, wait, was he the one who made it like he wasn't supposed to make it? No, no he's the no. one who was supposed to make it. Yeah. He was in the same round as the other guy. And then there was a wild card for the best second place guy. Yeah. But yeah, no, that guy did. He, yeah, it's the full like, he uses knives and shotguns yeah. as a team. He's a guy that like. Uh, he's a guy that. Uh, if you go to a metal show, he's going to have a shirt for a band that has some real, you know, songs that are definitely proud to be white. <laughs> he's and got I'm that proud look about to him. be a white guy. Yeah. Because at least I, I know, know how I'm to use free. a blade. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and I'm on Knife for Dev season three. You just didn't know it was released. I do. <laughs> I do like literally uh, the finale one just goes, now the pieces of wood are much thicker. thicker. <laughs> yeah. The ice Why? is thicker. You understand. It's a lot harder to cut through this with your kookery, you but dork. Not really. <laughs> they pretty much break it one stroke every time. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, so they go through the slightly thicker obstacles. And at the end of it, one of the kilt guys that uses a medieval sword wins. Is yeah. it is it an improvement? I don't care. This breaks the format of the podcast. Who cares? It really, yeah. I don't know if it's an improvement. It doesn't really matter though. It's the same show. It's also it's one of those shows where like it's maligned for some reason, but also I get why people hate or like instinctually hate it because the sort of people that would review shows online are not the target audience for this in the slightest. You know what? This is a show though. But- if I was reviewing it, I would give like a sixty. I'd be like. I know it's bad. I am also having a blast. Yeah. But that's the point of reality TV, isn't it? To make you feel better about the, your existence? Would you consider this reality or a game show? Because I consider them definitely different genres. It's both. I think they're both. I think they're mixed. Like, it's a game show for sure, but I think it's, like, more of a reality show of, like... Like, you have to put yourself out there, right? Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Not to sound like someone's attorney. No, guys, no, no, you got to no. put yourself out there a little bit like, more. Have you heard of Night for Death? These guys, but not us, not as audience members, but I mean, like, the people. Like, they they audition for this. Like, nobody's knocking on someone's fucking door in Wichita, Kansas. No, but like, there's actually. Do you got a knife? Well, like, no, no, no. But here's what I'm going to say is, as someone who is in weird, like, situations enough, uh, like where you're, or in enough weird subcultures, sometimes you just get the rallying cry. For, they they would hit up all the knife groups and be like, "Who thinks they have the best knife?" Okay, that's and who where... has who has the least felonies? <laughs> it's not this guy nah, for sure. Not it's not. None. I'm willing to bet they had to make sure that no one on here had been convicted of spousal mm. abuse, <laughs> just for like PR reasons. They've all done Jesus. it. They just haven't been convicted. Yeah, they could only get guys that hadn't been caught. Basically, <laughs> exactly. 
I mean, no, uh, but re- I don't even what want to is... make jokes. Okay. No more jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's about that. Anyway, okay. Uh, I think I don't. What else do we say? Like one killed guy, one with a big sword. Yeah. If you know, you'll just if you watch like five minutes of this show, you'll know if it's for you or not. Yeah, it's all Netflix. I don't think it's for anybody. No, no it's you for, watch so much of it. It's there for are you. a lot of people. <laughs> there are a lot of people that would actually love this show. It's for me. With how it's presented, there well, are people I also that... like reality TV. That's why I was saying that. Like, I like. Do you guys remember the Flavor of Love? Yeah. There was like not a... as many knives from my memory. Oh, yeah, it's but still there's more a lot of piss. Think. Yeah. And there's a lot of spit, but like a lot those of red liquid. Of, yeah, there was like there was one game show, and it was like for the love of money, and it was all the people that had like contested in like Rock of Love, Love for Daisy, I Love New York. Flavor of love for like, Eddie Money, uh, for the love of money or some shit like that. Was it was it to date Eddie Money? Was it to date Eddie Money? I don't remember. Well, he's was asking. Was it VH1? Do you know who Eddie Money is? Oh, I love Eddie Money. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not Eddie Money, the guy that sings like the that. Was the yeah? That was the joke I was going for. I see now, but I was very it's, serious. Okay, it's called for the love of money. I think it is. I don't remember. I'm talking about like 2009. Well, that's crazy. Then we'll skip ahead. <laughs> Yeah. They <laughs> My point is, <laughs> Mel, how would you improve Knife or Death? I feel like you're gonna say there's no way to improve it because it's perfect. Oh fuck! You wanna you wanna come back? Come back to me, but I'm I have to think that one. You got me. That was a stomper. It's a stomp because you think it's perfect. I don't think it's perfect. I uh, there's always room for improvement. How about like? <laughs> that was fucked up. I was gonna say how about live animals. Um, no, yeah, that's Christ. not great. Not good. Not get it on. No, but not live animals. But like, instead of like already having a butcher give you a nice slick of like, like make meat. them make them do some precision cutlery. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, I'm on board. That would be like yeah. it's like, like a dead pork, right? Already. Well, dead. no, like like yeah, it's like hey, you want to use your knife? Show us how sharp it is. Skin this cow. Yes. <laughs> I think they should have to make it better. They should have just. Tested the obstacle course first. I think they did. It doesn't seem tested. No. I like that there's like medical on hand for these guys. But here's though. the thing: is yeah. here's the way the probably the way they tested it versus what the contestants brought in at first was was such a like you know probably uh, they didn't have that plan fully, mm. and so then all of a sudden these people are bringing things and they're like, "This is the best steal from Palestine you can get." Oh no! By the way, it's also probably a better competition show if. They have guys that use the same kind of knife competing in the same episode. So to see who's like just a stronger chopper. Yeah, then you're because some knives could be genuinely better suited for the obstacle course than others. So it should be like, and in this episode, everyone is using medieval swords. In this episode, everyone is using Bowie knives. Well, especially because you don't know who it. I I think that's better. Yeah, as a tiered structure system, because Mm -hmm. everybody in each episode doesn't know what it's going to be. Yeah. So they're all competing against each other and who's the most talented with this style. Mm-hmm. Not like a bunch of broadswords are all going to be the best or something. I want yeah. more diversity in Psychopaths. Well, I, you better you know, infiltrate listen. the knife community somehow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I it's feel like, start... yeah, like you said multiple times, it's insurrection-type-esque, like, but there's more crazy out there. Yeah. Sure, they're just not doing it in communities so publicly yeah. because there's you know more, usually more crime associated with any kind true, of true, true. minority we to, and knives. We have to hope for a truer, no. more diverse world for things. Yeah, you for have us to, to come out of the 
Oh, never mind. No, if you guys no. want to have, if you guys want to have knife clubs, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta work from within Ev- to like everyone on this show. What about feel? like everybody that worked for a chapo, but like undercover, yeah. and like they're like, hey, like I'm just, we're looking for a new job or we're doing anything, like, oh yes, eh, like I hear. I love, I love the idea that your death. your main reason for ending discrimination is just to be able to create a knife club, <laughs> a knife club for like people who are in hiding. Like, I, I think one of the other reasons Latinos that, we can kill too. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I think one of the reasons that this is so not diverse is, and I'm sure plenty of people of all backgrounds love knives, but I couldn't help but think there was the, like the one black guy in the first episode might have been thinking. Oh God! All those white people watching the History Channel are gonna think all black people practice with knives in strip mall parking lots, <laughs> and they may have approached a million different people who are like, "Yeah, I'm not going on TV and letting people think that all black people do that." But all the white people didn't have to worry about that. I mean, that actually is what happened in the '70s. Why nunchucks were banned in New York because uh, Bruce Lee was so popular that uh, Congress or the uh, the New York Congress was af- the state Congress was afraid that black people are going to start picking up nunchucks and, like, terrorizing the city. And so they banned nunchucks up until, like, 2015 or 16. Think of how many more Wu-Tang clans we would have had if they hadn't done that. (laughs) (laughs) So many classic albums we missed out on. (laughs) All the forgotten members of the Wu-Tang clan. (laughs) The Wu-Tang clan is already too big in size. They would be half the city if they hadn't banned nunchucks. I like the idea of this is, like, like those those pro-life ads that are, like... (laughs) It's, it's what about my right to wield nunchucks? <laughs> <laughs> at uh, at seventeen or at eight years, I thought this looked pretty rad. <laughs> what about my rights? <laughs> I was able to feel pretty cool. Bring back nunchucks to New York. <laughs> it was a white guy who uh, developed his own personal style of self defense and used a Second Amendment argument from Staten Island. Oh, naturally. <laughs> And I assume he's been on knife or death at some point. I don't think yet. I think he's too busy. He probably was like, nunchucks or I'm out. And they're like, I don't think that's going to be able to cut a fish. <laughs> he's like, watch how I do it. Knife chucks. Okay. And then. You didn't say how you would improve it. Oh, how would I improve the show? Um, one, we got to give more time to the knife tester. I feel like uh, I almost want them to like have to go through a boot camp at first. Okay. Try it out. Look, okay. To learn strategy. Not even to learn. I do want them to learn strategy, but it's it's also one of those things where like I feel like I want like more knife guys in you the want show. More knife guys in the show about knife guys. Yeah, I think we need more knife guys. More That's, knife experts. If I'm being honest, I want more knife guys, and I want like I want it to almost be like American Idol level of like knife okay. guys. And then we just have the first round where everybody tries to get through like a pretty hard first round. Yeah, there's no Simon Cowell of knives. Yeah, no, not so even. You want the judges to be a lot stricter. No, no, I don't even want the judges to be a lot stricter. I get that, but I want, like, I want it to be just like way more guys with like hopes to dash about knives. Fair, fair, fair. fair I think fair. that's like like there's no William you Hung. You want the same of, enthusiasm. I need the William Hung of knife guys. I'm the William <laughs> Hung of knives. If they put me on that. I would show up with a butter knife and be laughed out of the room. As producers of of (laughs) Death or Knife, if you can please... (laughs) Me to go on with a butter knife? Knife or death. Please tell me you're walking home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Uh, Okay, show we'd recommend. A show I'd recommend other than Knife or Death? I mean, listen, you can... I I might recommend Knife or Death, but... Yeah, uh, no, I would recommend it. It's a lot of fun if you're in the right mood for it, if you have friends. It's truly the easiest high show. 
I would say before watching Night for Death, the show I'll recommend is Mystery Science Theater 3000. So you know how you and your friends should treat Night for Death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like an operating manual. I love yeah. It. Okay. Mel, do you have a show? Yeah. Uh, Good Omens 2. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm like totally serious about it. Like if you're into like fantasy and weird shit that is weird and oh my God, is the devil okay? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, David Tennant. And uh, what's his face? David uh, Michael Tennant. Sheehan. Sheehan. Yep. Yep, it's really uh, fun. Yeah, it's, it's no, it's amazing. It's a really good show, well written, and I uh, love the graphics, and definitely recommend it. Uh, and I'll recommend uh, this fool. Second season just came out. Really underrated comedy on Hulu right now. Who's in it? Uh, it's Christopher shit, Chris Guest. Yeah, it's Christopher Guest. Uh, Chris uh, West Coast. He's an LA comic. That's really funny. Oh shit! Um, uh, Michael Imperioli's in it. Oh yeah, Michael Imperioli's in it, yeah. and uh, Jamar Neighbors, and uh, shoot, I forget the other lead guy's name. It's about uh, it's uh, two cousins, and one of them runs a, a thing called like it's a it's a baking program for ex felons, and the other one is a guy who just got out of prison. And they're kind of they're doing the culture clash thing. It's it's a very strong L.A. show and it feels in that vibe and the culture and like really has a strong setting. I really like that. And then it just kind of like it has a good and we watch a lot of shows on this podcast that have like that thing where they're trying to go fuck it. And it's real bad because they're not good at they're like, we don't care. It's like, clearly you're bad at it. That's why you don't care. And this one really just goes, I don't know if the point, what the point of this show is supposed to be sometimes, but uh, look, we're all trying. And yeah. that, it's so fun in that way. It gives you, like, humanity. Like, Season two just came out. It's it's just as funny as it's been. It's absolutely worth watching, especially if you want to see Michael Imp- Imperioli get kicked in the nuts. Woo! And he's just like, uh, I he's, saw, what? I, he looks kind of like Tony. Yeah, he's a star in it. He's yeah. so good. He's so fun. Uh, absolutely recommend this fool. Okay, I think that's everything. Um, no, I don't like I I'm checking in. Recommend a knife. <laughs> like in general, kookery. Uh, bread. I don't know my knives like that. Well, listen. Glad to prove stereotypes are different.